Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. We invite six of our friends over to record a season finale, Puppy Pile, Hump Day Quickie style. I make my way around to everyone, and you get to hear all sorts of amazing sounds from this incredibly super hot session. And we're back at the sex apartment. This is our special 50th episode, season two, season finale. We have a lot of people here, but before we get into them, we're going to have them be quiet for a little bit longer. We are excited to announce that after a month and a half of the nomination period, we are officially top 10 finalists. In two different award categories. We're a little bummed. This year they changed the rules. In years past, they had had a top fives in every category. And this year they've expanded that to be yes. top tens. About a week ago, they decided that instead of just taking the top five, they were going to take along the top ten that had been nominated by the end of the month and a half period. Which explains why we were pushing so hard to get the nominations because we thought it was going to be a top five. However, I take this as a good thing. I agree. That means that... There are just that many lifestyle creators out there doing what we're doing and just getting the word out. And I think that's just great. I agree completely. It definitely opens the door to a lot of people and gets the names of a lot of things out there that people might not have heard about yet. Right. As I was flipping through the list of everybody that made all the different categories, there were lots of things that I hadn't heard of. There's lots of things I'm going to check out. Definitely. I will say that a lot of the Swinger Society made it through the nomination process. Oh yeah, in different so, categories. So we have one hell of an array of people in this group that really cross the spectrum and have one hell of a following. Yeah. So congratulations to everybody, not just part of Swinger Society, but really everybody that's gotten nominated. Yes. I think that's fantastic for all of us. And I look at the groups that we've been nominated in and I think, wow, we're part of these groups And I know that we listen to several of the podcasts within our podcast group ourselves. I actually do want to take a quick second just to list everybody that's nominated. Yes. And I'm really flattered that we are a part of this group. So in the best entertainment podcast category, we are nominated along with Swing Nation, Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and Dave, Swinger University, Upside Down Pineapple, Friends with a Twist, Dear Nikki, Bang Bang Pineapple Gang, Speak Seductively, and Casey at Night. Be sure to hop on there and vote for Hump Day Quickies or whoever you think is the best podcast, because in all honesty, that's really what this is all about, is who you really feel the best podcast is. And maybe take your time to listen to some of the other podcasts. Absolutely take your time to listen to them. Yeah. And then we are also nominated in Best Content Creator. We are very excited to be nominated. Definitely. Alongside of Lacey from the Swing Nation, Alice Little, Lily Cannon, Sexy Swinger Chick Kylie, Sexy and Jagundo, Lieutenant Bella Lexi. Swinger University, the Sexy V from Bang Bang Pineapple Gang, and Mrs. Shimmers 2.0. 
Go ahead, take a look at everybody and pick your best content creator in that category as well. There is a lot of time left to vote. You're actually voting for us versus getting us nominated. Yes. Now this is we're picking a winner. Right. You are allowed to vote twice a day per IP address. So if you have lots of IP addresses, fucking go for it as many times as you can. But you can vote two times back to back and you can do it every day. All of your votes will be even more appreciated than all of your nominations, which were incredibly greatly appreciated. Yes. So on with the 50th episode, if we don't mind, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for dragging that out. Yes. We're doing things a little bit differently today. Instead of just another couple or a single guy here, we have a bit of a crew. So we have... Tom and Lauren, Curtis and Rachel, and John and Iris here today being this special 50th episode. Let's first talk about the wand that you got, Rachel, for uh, thanks for being on the uh, episode. As you broke the news that you'd never tried it. So we're like, well, shit, we have to send one now. Oh, yeah. I use it every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Nice. It's my before I get out of bed routine. It's like her vitamins. That's perfect. Because I had an outlet right by my side of the bed because it plugs right into the wall. It just stays permanently plugged in and just goes in the box. Which box? Oh, I got a drawer <laughs> next to the bed. So not actually in the box. Okay, good. It just go making in the sure. box. It goes on her box. <laughs> well, we did get the attachment that goes on it. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know. That yeah. does go in the box. That goes, yeah. So you actually use the attachment. Yes. Wow. Okay. And I have shared it with friends and they very much enjoy it too. Excellent. <laughs> We've not ventured down the attachment lane. It amazes me because you would think, boy, you really don't need it. But if you're saying it adds to it, that might have to be a little something. No, it's definitely a lot of fun. Okay. It has uh, soaked quite a few sheets. What are you talking about? The Hitachi Magic Wand. You have a wand, but you don't have that. How is Panda Life treating you guys? Pretty damn good. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a constantly evolving group of people. There's new dynamics every time we meet up with the pandas. They've started to come out to our home club, bringing pandas with them from around their areas. There's kind of like a core group that always goes to the events and then there's newer people that keep coming on and wanting to find out what the pandas are and you know who these panda whores are and you know <laughs> what all this panda whore life stuff is about it's really interesting because you get to see so much of society as, as a whole as far as like sex lives go because everybody's got their own different kinks and their own different things that they enjoy oh, and yeah. it's a lot of fun meeting and enjoying new friendships and new experiences with more new people especially with you get to throw some panda heads on and you know get to take some pictures and you know get to show up people later because you know nobody's faces in it so it's run make, around the hallways naked i, I yeah, was gonna say the at the last naked. event i saw you walking around with your panda head hanging out yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm i'm typically by now, 9 9 30 i'm in my boots and that's about it <laughs> <laughs> now when you mentioned that it's a ever-evolving group we happen to notice that uh john you got your evil grin going <laughs> So you guys have gotten a chance to experience the pandas now. We have seen them and had some fun at the last event. And then we're going to be hanging out with some of them. Friction. Yeah, we're going to Friction. Yeah, we have upgraded to co-hosting the party room. Whoa. Get no sleep. Wow. Not that we ever did before. (laughs) Party till 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. Go get breakfast. Do it again. Oh, I don't know if I can pull that off. Maybe get a power nap if you're lucky. Yeah, the power nap's pretty crucial. Got to get at least two hours before you party for 12 hours again. <laughs> if not, you're sitting on the floor in the doorway spending four hours trying to do your makeup before the next event. 
Tom and Lauren, you guys frequently mention the podcast to people, the number of people that have come up to us. And it's always, oh yeah, Tom was telling us about this. Tom was telling us about that. <laughs> That's much appreciated. And I know you guys also tend to be vocal about the podcast as well. So actually all of you guys really appreciate that. I want to go around and kind of update everybody's fuck it list. I'm going to save John and Iris for the end because you guys were not on that long ago, but I know some things have been knocked off in the process. So how about you guys first, Tom and Lauren? We are setting up a gangbang in a couple weeks. Nice. Now, how does one go about setting that up? Obviously, we have a little bit of a network of people that we can reach out to locally. And then I'll probably, as the date gets closer, maybe post a hot date on SLS and try to filter through the random messages we get about that. But what we have found is there may be a 25% success rate of people actually showing up. If you get like 12, you might have four. So he's done this before. With with the 25% success rate? My success rate is typically a bit higher just because of- Your vetting process? Yeah, the, the vetting. Process, okay. but yeah. So there was another local couple that it was his fantasy to watch her in a gangbang, and also having Lauren involved. So I offered to be the who's the guy at the circus in the you know in the middle of the ringmaster. Yeah, ring I'll be the ringmaster. Excellent. So. Now, what is the goal? We're hoping to have eight to ten guys. Okay, total. We didn't talk about this much. <laughs> he asked me the other day. He's like, hey, you down for a gangbang? I'm like, yeah, when? <laughs> I don't need to ask you. I don't need to ask you. I can be like, it's at eight o'clock and I you're going to say, yeah. Yes. So. Where are we going? <laughs> Who am I fucking? <laughs> Do you even care at that point? It's... I don't. Okay. No. I have a few expectations, but, okay. but he's generally he's, pretty good about. He's pretty good at paying attention yeah. to that. So Curtis and Rachel, how about you guys? Rachel's had quite a few knocked off in the last six months. Ooh, that's a lot of check marks you're making. All right. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> DV a couple times. I have pegged a guy. I um, pegged a guy while he was fucking his girlfriend. Yep. And then I had him do me while he was getting fucked by another guy. I broke my strap on five days after the warranty gave up. Damn it. Oh, no. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a friend of ours' birthday, and we were at the club, and the group room was too full, so we went over to the other group room and just was going at it, and it just snapped. Put on a show for everybody that was there, pretty much. That group room is buddy-buddy with another room that's got a big window in it, so you can look into that room from the group room, and it was actually the other way around. There was people going into that room to watch the group room. I could see that, especially if it's going so well that you actually managed to break it. No. It made a sad, sad little noise, and it died. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> quite heartbreaking because once i went and looked at the email i was like no i'm five days five days <laughs> i want to dig in there is a new trend on all the social media sites of guys getting their girls to get in the position that they get into during sex and trying to work at that position for an extended oh, period of time so with your firsthand experience <laughs> i give the guys credit it's it's pretty hard at the beginning but after uh taking it to friction and having a sign-up sheet on my door for the first night i had girls lined up on the outside of my bedroom waiting <laughs> to get fucked with the strap on nice Fresh. and couldn't take a nap the whole next day because guys would come knock on the door and be like can you fuck my wife with that strap on later because she <laughs> she's curious and she doesn't know how to ask you i was like yeah, I come back after my nap. <laughs> Please, look, I have, I have a 205 and a 313 available. Yep. Thought about just getting like uh, some coupons and saying, take a number. <laughs> you have Call to be out able ticket to numbers. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> like the deli. Might be a good idea for this next say, That's got to be rare. Now, now serving 973. Yep. <laughs> 
Iris, how has the lifestyle been while pregnant? And you look phenomenal, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Thank you. It's been great. I wasn't really expecting all the positive feedback, and it's been good. Not as flexible as she used to be, though. Uh, I'll I'll note that. I'll note that. But run into any issues at all? Push back anybody? Weird glances? Or have you found the lifestyle to be exactly as everyone says it is of just a group of incredibly accepting people? Nothing negative. We actually went to the club. I was kind of iffy about going because I wasn't really sure, but I'm like, let's just go for it. And on the contrary, everybody was like, oh my gosh, can I touch your belly? (laughs) Sure. I wanted to ask, but I was like, yeah, don't be that guy. John, how about you new and exciting things in the month or two since you were last here? One thing I can think of is probably got more comfortable with the other people watching, I guess. It was more on accident anyways. The one room at the club where we thought the window was pretty much only one-way viewing, uh, we were wrong. So, <laughs> and there was some pretty extravagant shit going on up against that window, and yeah, then somebody waved at me, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> A little late for that one. Lost your anonymity. <laughs> oh well or last weekend when everyone started laughing and then we couldn't play because you had to leave <laughs> yeah. i was done i couldn't <laughs> couldn't breathe i was laughing so hard finally got my turn and nope the laughing he's like i bet that's laughing is really good because probably clenching up real tight <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like a squeaky toy on your cock just <laughs> then you had to leave early and yeah need to do over i think we can arrange that <laughs> All right, well, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely don't have any pillow princesses in this group. That is for damn sure. (laughs) Well, we haven't had a post-sex talk in a while, so this should be interesting. So, yeah, just a little. (laughs) So where do we start off? There's a little bit of pairing off. It was a slow start. It was. Rachel had her line, and I was like, well, fuck, let's not even waste our time with this. Let's go. And so we kind of awkwardly walked back to the room, and we just kind of sat there and talked instead of sitting here talking on the microphone. Even though I was broken. Um, Thank you, Curtis. mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, Curtis. (laughs) Sorry. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Need a round two. But Rachel kept everybody hydrated. Water boy. You you did play a very sexy (laughs) water boy. Yeah. Tom, what was your favorite moment? <laughs> right on the spot. Well, it hasn't <laughs> returned to the brain yet. So. Yeah, it's, it's in the other head right now. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of moments. No, it was, uh, I mean, anytime you get to be in a bed with three beautiful women is fantastic. And having a, a fourth beautiful woman watch, that always that always helps too, is getting watched. But uh, Still jealous. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I tried to come over and kiss on you a little just so you didn't feel like you were just sitting there watching. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. No, just being able to watch everything going on and, and having three gorgeous women there. You can't go wrong. All right, Curtis, you're smiling. What do you got? As always, it's always a good time hanging out over here. As far as tip of the iceberg, getting the waterworks going and uh, making a mess on the bed. <laughs> you, you did seem pretty excited about yeah, that. That yeah, That's always, that's always <laughs> Three for three there, I, I oh, yeah. noticed. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> it's your party trick. I get it. It's a gift. <laughs> mission complete. It worked. Don't break her finger. <laughs> you have to share. Play nice. <laughs> Wait till the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 
likes to pull out the squirt guns. <laughs> Nessa, give me some highlights. I made it around to everybody, which Yay. was is not my usual. Host. Actually, I missed somebody. Ness, I thought it was really hot when John was going down on you on the couch. very turned on and why do you think it felt very hot john go ahead <laughs> someone has a similar technique <laughs> the beauty of people listening to the podcast and going wait a minute <laughs> so so john texted us after listening to that episode of me describing the way that i go down on women and he said i do the same thing so i got kind of a little sneak peek on how i go down on women <laughs> and it was really good so i can understand which I didn't get to go down on any of the girls. Miss, I made it around. So what you were saying when you made it all around. The guys, all the guys, but not the girls. Lauren, I don't know if you still have a voice, but. <laughs> I do. I'm half asleep, though. Yeah. You guys wore me out. <laughs> This is a, na- a late night for Lauren. Yes, I know. We all, we all know she prefers her. Let's meet at four o'clock, I play, know. go grab dinner at like six and be home and in pajamas by 730. Which is why when Rachel made her comment, I said, oh, look at time. Let's go. <laughs> and off we went. <laughs> Rachel, you were sitting back waiting to get everybody water. Besides the uh, moment on the couch, what else did you enjoy watching? It was all very entertaining. I enjoyed all of it. And I was very jealous. I, I definitely need a repeat of this night, and Curtis is not allowed to touch me two days before that. <laughs> not allowed to break me. Iris, what can I get you to say here? <laughs> Nothing? Okay. She's just blissfully happy. I'm just over here trying to rehydrate. Yeah, I can understand that. It, it, for some reason, was a little hot in that room. <laughs> no comment. There's also lots of wet spots on that bed. Again, thanks, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you and i'll wash the sheets if i have to <laughs> should have just said hey can you grab that liberator throw yes yes we could <laughs> well, i thought i thought that's what the twister no that's that's just a, <laughs> fair enough it, it works <laughs> i was like oh that's cool he was trying to hit every color on the twister mat yeah. he did a good job i think i think he got there 
He's like, did you spend green this time? Oh, okay. <laughs> both hands green, both knees blue. Go. <laughs> it worked. very talented. I mean, I- I'm quite impressed. I don't know. We had time to really see that. No, I'm good. Thank you. Good boy. There was a lot going on and I got to make eye contact with Nessa several times. Saw those eyes kind of roll back a little and then come back and catch me and then whoop, gone again. Those are always fun moments. That was when she was on the couch, wasn't it? Once was there, <laughs> yes. And then laying next to me on the bed and then as I was standing over by you and yeah, it's... Those are fun moments. And- I'd say for watching, the part I liked was Lauren with John and Curtis over on the couch. You were kind of choking her a little bit, it looked like. And oh, I like that was that kind of hot. I yeah. knew you did. Yeah, she's, it's something we've kind of discovered somewhat recently is that she does like a little bit of choking action. Now, I was preoccupied during this. If we could get a little more info. Well, so okay, define that position that you saw. Oh yeah. <laughs> when she's in the moment, we all know that she's horrible yep. at describing what actually happened. It felt really damn good. <laughs> John was fucking her and Curtis was sitting there and you were kind of playing with her, playing with her boobs. She was kind of playing with you a little bit, but then at one point then, yeah, his hands moved to her neck and I think she might actually put your hands on her neck if I remember correctly. And you just took that as the sign of, okay, this is what she wants me to do, which that is, that is her sign of this is what I want you to do. And yeah, it was pretty hot to watch where John was just really kind of going to town and a lot of good noises. I'm sure we'll hear it in the sound bites there. <laughs> Prior to that, you were actually doing some skiing as well. Yeah, she was sitting between the two of them doing the doing the ski motion. <laughs> John, favorite thing you saw? <laughs> two things. One, seeing her react to her own technique. <laughs> <laughs> that was enjoyable. <laughs> and then I caught like the last half of the waterworks. And normally I don't get to see anybody else do that for her. So it was kind of different to see. It was awesome. Would anybody like any Oh, 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 oh,
myself. <laughs> I, I would ask you, Iris, but you were kind of preoccupied pretty much the whole time. Did you did you get to see anything or <laughs> besides no. your own waterworks in your face? <laughs> I had to close my eyes for that one. <laughs> so no, I didn't get to see that either. I'll bring I'll bring goggles next time. <laughs> Curtis, did you have a favorite thing you saw? When Nessa was uh, riding Tom, it was like she was riding a pogo stick. That was <laughs> that was a good move. Is that something yeah. you've learned? Something new? Because that was a no. This is the move we talk about. I call it my chest compression. Like I'm like yeah, <laughs> like reviving you because I have to keep my hands on your chest and and uh, that also proudly frames her boobs. So they they, they look. <laughs> I mean, as if there's a time they don't look spectacular, but they they looked spectacular. It was. Thank you. Oh, I started there. Uh, that see it from the back so which is why i kind of like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) the back was a good perspective yeah it was very good it was like she was riding meat mountain (laughs) my nickname in high school (laughs) (laughs) why they call you meat (laughs) he's got the beef (laughs) it's what's for dinner Boy, is it difficult to get people to talk after they've exhausted themselves having lots of sex. I mentioned that we hadn't done this for a long time. It was actually episode 20 of season one. So we're talking 70 episodes ago and I'd completely forgotten how hard it is to leave the bedroom and sit down in front of microphones, which is weird because typically after you have a play session, one of your favorite things is sitting there chatting. Yeah, but it's hard because there's not a mic in my face. It's just laying there. I wonder if it's the transition, just like you said, we're laying there naked. We all got dressed, came out here, had some water, sat down, joked a bit, and then said, okay, you guys ready to record? And hit the button. Yeah. So it wasn't a real post-sex talk. It was, uh, okay, we all got dressed, we're ready to leave, but let's sit down and talk. But if I remember correctly, we had the same difficulty for episode 20 as well. And I think it's just a matter of blood is not going to the brain or it's just starting to go back to the brain at this point. And when (laughs) microphones sit in front of people, they think for a minute before they talk, as opposed to when you're just sitting there having just had sex and everybody's just relaxed and conversation just flows. 
I want to dig into something that I didn't anticipate here. When we set out to record this episode, different from episode 20, where Echo and Falcon just showed up at the end of Tom and Lauren's recording session, and we said, hey, while we're here, you guys just want to go play? And we just went and played and then came back and I said, hey, how about we record? And we just did. Mm -hmm. This was a planned event. One of the first times that we have ever said, people come here, we're going to record, we're going to go fuck and we're going to come back and record. We did not anticipate the awkwardness of sitting down, chatting for a while, then going, hey, you guys ready to record for a little bit? I'll be honest. I don't prep very much for these episodes. We have a couple come in, we sit down, I ask a couple questions to get things rolling. The ball just rolls and we just flow through the interview. We sat down for this. I was like, all right, guys, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but hey, welcome back. And here we go. And we just chatted a little and it was what it was. And then it was like, okay, let's go back now. It was the awkwardness of recording. There was no real sexy buildup to the moment. No, the transition was definitely abrupt. Mm -hmm. You know, when we got to the bedroom, I just remember us all standing around the bed and we're all fully clothed. Every single one of us know exactly what we're there for. Mm -hmm. And because there was just no moment of sexy buildup before going None into whatsoever. that bedroom, it was an awkward start. At least for me, it was an awkward start. Usually clothes start to peel off even before we get to the bedroom. So mm. in this case, we all just kind of walked back there in a the line and now we're just standing around the bed and it's mm. a, all right, who's going to go first? Before we get into all that, let's jump back to the beginning and kind of unzip this episode as a whole. Okay. We start off with Rachel. We should explain that after Curtis and Rachel's episode of her not having experienced a wand, yes, we felt it was very necessary to gift a wand to her because it is my favorite. And I messaged Curtis the next morning and said, what's your address? I need to send you guys something. <laughs> Amazon Prime got it there the very next day and they were like, oh my God. I was shocked that she uses it every, every fucking day. day and won't get out of bed with out using it. <laughs> yes. Fantastic toy. This was our first time asking her about it. I had completely forgotten about it until she mentioned it. Yeah. It was nice to hear that she does use it every day. What a useful gift we are gift giving. Yes. <laughs> it sounds as though she has purchased some of the attachments. We just sent the wand, but she went down the wand attachment rabbit hole. And I've seen them before. The response that I've always gotten from people is, uh, I don't need anything extra. That's enough for me. And I am in agreement. I have never needed to go down that rabbit hole. However, I mean, color me curious because I would like to try the attachments. Please pause as I order from Amazon now. <laughs> Anyways, the first time I found out that the wand had attachments was actually in a group text exchange that we were having with another couple. She said, oh, I have a wand too. And then they sent this cute little sexy video of her using the wand. And I was like, what the hell is that's not the wand. And then <laughs> I don't have that. I realized there was an attachment on it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's attachments. But yes, I have not used the attachments, but I'm still a big fan. Good news. Order complete. They'll be here by Friday. <laughs> of course. <laughs> then we mentioned how much we appreciate all of our friends sharing the podcast. Yes, we have an amazing group of friends who 
are so supportive of our podcast, so supportive of us. Also amazing that they can sit down with us and open up to us about their sex life. I mean, not all friends can do that with just their regular friends, let alone on a podcast and recordings. We are so grateful for our group of friends, not just Tom, Lauren, Curtis, Rachel, John, and Iris, but all of our friends. Literally everybody that's been on the podcast sits there and tells people about it. And people that haven't been on the podcast, but either want to be or are too shy to be on, but enjoy listening, continuing to share it with other people. Yes. Just every single one of you out there that shares this is so incredible. And it's exactly why we're doing it. Couldn't appreciate it more. Absolutely. I don't know where we would be without the group of friends that we have. The best thing about having such a wonderful group of friends is that we have so many people to be able to reach out to and get quality advice from, recommendations for possibly single guys Mm -hmm. to use. Yep. I know that we had just... You sound so harsh. (laughs) What? You said single guys to use. Oh, poor guys. (laughs) (laughs) I meant single guys to reach out to. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) And then use. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted you. Please continue. We talked briefly to Tom about his ability to set up gangbangs and how he's become more successful. So the average success rate of a gangbang turnout would be about 25%. Is Single guys on like an SLS site, you're lucky if half of them are real. Right. The thought in each of their heads when you say, hey, we're having a gangbang, they're obviously going to say, fuck yeah, I want to go because they want to be included. Right. But as they're sitting there, A, if they're real, and then B, oh, wait, hang on. I'm showing up at this gangbang, and I don't know any of these other guys that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. So now I'm walking into a situation. And honestly, and for them, safety has to be a concern. Absolutely. Because for all they know, oh, yeah, I'm walking into a room where there's 10 guys, and what do I know? And I can totally see why some might be hesitant to show up. Good news for Tom and Lauren. They have a good stable of single gentlemen that they already know and that they've hung out with. Right. So when he calls someone and says, hey, we're having a gangbang, the response is, hell yeah, I'll be there. And you're damn right they're going to show up because they want to make sure they get invited to the next time Lauren wants to meet somebody at a hotel. And so that's what the benefit of having friends within the lifestyle Mm -hmm. who are out there doing these things. That's one way that we can narrow down our field. You can always reach out to Tom and say, hey, I'm thinking about putting together a gangbang. And do you have some names that are guaranteed? absolutely will show up versus kind of having to weed through the grass yourself and figure out who might be real, who might not be real, who might actually show. Anyways, just one of the other benefits of having fantastic friends. Absolutely. And then the other benefit of having fantastic friends is when you say, all right, hey, let's go back in the back and play. Everybody gets up and we head back there. (laughs) Or in Rachel's case, she needs a do-over and then we all are like, Okay. I was literally waiting here. Somebody's going to say something that implies we should go fuck. That That's was the perfect spot go. and cut. Let's go. <laughs> Don't need to say that again. <laughs> Little did I know, Rachel wouldn't be able to play. But <laughs> I know. Wasn't that the an oxymoron of it all? Rachel went back to the room knowing that she wasn't going to be able to play. And what I found to be one of the best things of the evening after looking back on it and having some time to think about it when the blood was going to my brain was that she sat and... And she stayed in the room, she watched, she commented when things were sexy, offered water when she noticed somebody was getting exhausted. It was really 
a great way to make herself a part of the room without coming out and kind of sitting off in the corner and saying, well, I can't play, so I'm just going to sit out here and wait until they're done. She easily could have said, hey, you know what? I'm broken. We're not coming tonight. And they could have easily canceled. That was another. Yeah. And she usually could have said, "Okay, we're recording this, but yeah, we're leaving now. She was very supportive of the entire thing. Yeah. That's really great because that could have gone in a bad direction for the whole group of us. The attitude you choose to bring to that bedroom really creates a vibe for the whole room, whether it's just swapping with one couple versus a whole puppy pile of people. Because Mm -hmm. really, honestly, one person can change the vibe for everyone. Yes. And I just think it was great that she was still in it to be here and to be a part of it in her own way. And she commented to everybody as she saw something hot. She was vocally involved with different things that were happening throughout the room. Yep. Was wearing a very sexy teddy, which we'll get into later. (laughs) And she didn't even, you're right. She didn't even bring down the sexy vibe either. No, she was, she was all in. in. Now, before I do what I want to do a little bit later and give a full play-by-play of the night. Mm-hmm. I want to go through the things that you picked up through this and get your feeling first on what it was like having your oral technique reciprocated on you. <laughs> Going into this evening, we had not played with John and Iris before. So Correct. this was the first time we were playing with John and Iris. However, we've been talking to John and Iris for a while. It's just that our schedules have not we been We had able hung to. out with them three times. We went out to dinner with them and sat and talked for a really, really long time. And next thing it was like, oh shit, it's, yeah. you got to get back for the kids. And then they came here to record. They sat down to record with us in the middle of a day before the kids got home from school just to hurry up and do it because they knew we needed an episode. Just another and example. He of- literally took a day off from work to come do this. We knew we can't play today. It was come here, record, and thanks. Yeah. They still took the time to do it, which was fucking awesome. Right. And then we saw them again at the club, but it was a crazy night with people going in every direction. So we didn't get a chance to play with them then either. So this was my first experience with John going into the room before that. He had texted us after he heard the episode with Leia describing that she uses my technique on other women and has had success with it. Hearing me describe what my technique was, mm-hmm. he immediately texted us. I mean, it was like Wednesday at like, what, 10 o'clock or something? <laughs> I don't think we had actually listened to the episode after it had been released. <laughs> he had listened to it and he was like off and running, sent us a text. Oh my gosh, that's my technique too. He was super very excited, excited about, about sharing that. And so going into the room, I knew that there was a possibility, a very high likelihood, that I was going to be able to experience what I give to another woman. And I was very excited about that because as much as I think I'm doing something fantastic and I am just left with whatever the sounds are that a girl makes or whatever she tells me afterwards, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know. When he got between my legs and he started going down on me, at first I was very much in my head because I'm thinking, okay, this is what it feels like. And yes, he's doing this. And I can tell his tongue is flat (laughs) versus, you know, like I'm like, I'm very much like picking it apart, right? Like, cause I'm thinking about how I do it. And then I'm trying to create what I do as what he's doing. I was very much a head game, but then it was feeling really great too. So eventually I was able to, not even eventually, it didn't take much like than 30 seconds of being in my head, but I was... 
I was going to say, totally wh- whatever you're saying there happened very fucking quick because yes. you got into it real, real quick. But I definitely was picking it apart in my head like, oh, should I change? Like I was trying to figure out if I should change my technique or not. But no, definitely not. I think I'm going to stick with you my technique. You nailed it. Good job. <laughs> as long as it is very similar to his, then I'm, I think I'm doing pretty good. Excellent. <laughs> so along with me learning how much I like my own technique, we found out that Lauren is finding out that choking is something that she might enjoy. But looking at it, the way that they were set up on the couch was really fucking sexy, mm-hmm. number one. But number two, I did find out that I also enjoy an occasional hand on my throat, not necessarily full choke, but definitely the sensation of being dominated, being dominated, right. Being kind of held and choked in a sense. What I love about this is that this is something new for Lauren. Again, I always just find that you find things that you maybe didn't expect or push your boundaries and find something you really enjoy. Would you have found that had you have not been in the lifestyle? Had you have not been out here trying different things with different people? And again, choking is one of those things that's not always appropriate in every sexual exchange, at least not in our exchange. And definitely he even noted that it's one of those things that you have to be given the green light on. You just don't go and grab somebody's throat and hope that it's good. And I like that Tom was that in tune and was watching his partner. He had just finished fucking you at this point and was kind of regaining his composure and everything (laughs) and turned to watch his wife in between these two gentlemen and saw that take place and got pleasure out of seeing that. Because I was busy fucking John at the time, I did not get a chance to actually see the big waterworks that Iris gave off at the end. Yes. (laughs) And I did hear it, and then I did hear the after effects of oh, it's on my face or something like that. It was on his face. It was on her face. It went up over his shoulder. Yeah. So I didn't actually get to see it. So what everybody did get to see, however, was your pogo stick. (laughs) I don't call it the pogo stick move because it's, I don't know, I feel like that's just Well, that's the thing. Unless somebody's behind you, they don't get to see the pogo stick. Right. So for you, it's the chest compressions because you're looking down, your hands on his chest, your tits nicely framed, and you usually looking right into his eyes as you're doing it. Yeah. Those of us sitting behind you get to see that perfect ass bouncing up and down in that cock sliding in and out of your fucking fantastic pussy. So... On our end, it's you bouncing it's on a, a pogo, pogo stick. stick. <laughs> it's just it made for such an interesting visual when he said it. <laughs> what I did enjoy about that post-sex talk was each person bringing up a certain situation that they liked mm-hmm. and me being able to go back and grab those sounds from those moments. Yes. I, however, didn't get to mention the moments that I really enjoyed of you fucking each one of those guys. So what I'd like to do real quick is a play-by-play of everything that you and I did throughout the night. I think in a future episode, we'll kind of get more in depth of this party and how everything went down. Okay. But real quick here, I want to do a kind of step-by-step and then drop in my favorite sound clip from the night, (laughs) just so everybody can enjoy a few more sounds of you getting fucked thoroughly. Okay. You and Curtis were the first ones to get naked and were making out. He laid you down in the bed and started going down on you just as everybody else was starting to get to that undress moment. While you guys were doing that, John and Iris had undressed. She was down to her brown panties. John was totally naked. He walked over and started making out with a now naked Lauren. And Tom and I kind of sandwiched around Iris. And he was in front kissing and touching her while I was behind her playing with her tits and kissing on her neck. Curtis starts fucking me. 
Yes. Already. <laughs> and as he started fucking you while everybody else in the room was just starting to get into things, that was one of my favorite sounds because I think that's what took the room from that awkward, okay, how do we get this going to, oh shit, it's going. Curtis have the ability to get things going. And you know what? You guys have. Yes. And the three times that you fucked Curtis have been at parties. Mm -hmm. We were at a house party. We were all playing spin the bottle. He came in the room and he was naked and you were pretty damn close to naked and he got you the rest of the way naked and you guys started fucking and that started the sex at that house party. Yes. Or at least in that big room. He was upstairs doing it without everybody, but (laughs) with the main group of people in that room, that's what transitioned it from playing spin the bottle to everybody fucking. Then we had a New Year's Eve party. We were sitting on the couch and we haven't talked about the story yet, but we will some other time. He got you naked and started fucking you before the rest of us at the party started doing anything. He definitely has an undeniable sexiness to him Mm -hmm. that he has the ability to get things started. He has a way that he touches me that's really sexy that just gets the ball rolling. And and you just kind of need that person in your group that's going to be able to make that hurdle from, okay, this is fun to now it's sexy. Yes. So you guys did that. At that point, I said, well, maybe I should start getting undressed. And I took off my clothes. And that's when I saw Rachel just kind of standing at the door. And I didn't want her to be like, okay, well, I'll just stand here while whatever happens and when you guys are done. So I went over behind her and started kissing her. And I said, hey, is it all right if I kind of touch you? And I, she had mentioned that she was wearing a sexy outfit underneath it because we were talking about tattoos and I wanted to see one that she had on. She said, I can't show you because it's covered by the teddy that I'm wearing under this. So I said, can I see that sexy teddy? So she said, yeah, and took off her dress. I was able to kiss and touch all over her while things were starting to build in the room. Curtis starts to finger me and yes. he does his... He works his magic. He makes he makes your waterworks go. <laughs> and he starts my waterworks and going. And that was actually the first waterworks clip that you guys heard. Shortly after that, I decide to reciprocate in a sense <laughs> and go down on Curtis. After I blow him for a little while, then he fucks me again. And then I get off of him and I blow him again. Then Lauren comes over and blows him while I then move up and start making out with him. Yes. Lauren and him kind of take over, and that's when you stand up, and I say you take your hair tie off your wrist and put your hair in a ponytail, and I'm like, oh, now it's go time. (laughs) Shit just got serious. Yes. (laughs) Lauren had just been with John at this point. As she went over to Curtis, John starts making his way towards you as you're putting up your hair, and you crawl across the bed and grab his cock and put it right in your mouth. (laughs) I'm actually sitting on the couch at this point with Rachel as we're watching and talking about the things that are going on. And she gets up to go get some water as you lay John down on the bed to start giving him a blowjob. 
However, but we don't really have enough room on the bed. Unfortunately, we were at like the foot of the bed trying to go like long ways. You guys tried to be the little puppy at the end <laughs> yeah. of the bed while Lauren and Curtis were starting to have sex yeah. on one side of the bed and Tom and Iris were fucking doggy style <laughs> diagonal coming back towards the door on the other end of the bed. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't have room for this. Hang on. And I finally got to pull out the couch because the couch that we have in the bedroom can pull out into a full queen size bed. Yes. So I pulled that out and literally everybody stops and goes, wait, wait, that pulls out? It's like, what? <laughs> because John and Lauren and Curtis and Rachel had had sex in that room with a decent number of people before. And it's and always we've been never just pulled out the couch. Yeah. It's just we did it on the couch. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's make more bed. It was fantastic. You being a, such a problem solver. That's what I do. So me and John end up getting onto the now queen size couch and which was really nice. I'm able to lay John down on the queen size couch and start blowing him that way. I continue to blow him for a little while, but then I just have to get on yes, for myself. <laughs> so I start riding him. Now, as you're riding him, I'm standing just a couple feet away from you guys. I tell Tom to kind of scoot Iris just a little bit closer. And she comes over to the end of the bed and he's on the bed kneeling, fucking her from behind. And I put my cock in her mouth and I get a blowjob from Iris while Tom is fucking her from behind. Somewhere around this point, John switches to go down on me. And this is where I get the reciprocation of my technique. And you guys heard that sound earlier. Tom continues fucking Iris while she's blowing me. And I'm standing there just in awe watching you get your technique done to you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking miss this. The second he stops and switches to start fucking you, that's when I go, hey, Tom, let's kind of spin her around here. <laughs> and she turned around and starts blowing Tom as I start fucking her doggy style from behind. While this was happening, you and I had a lot of eye contact. You and I were making a lot of eye contact through you getting your technique done to you. Mm -hmm. And you kept giving me the smile of, oh, wow, look at that. Because we were really wondering, huh, is John's technique really that similar? And you were like, it is, it is. <laughs> and then when I started fucking Iris, you were watching me. And I kept looking back at you and you had a big smile on your face watching me do it as well. So I really enjoyed that little connection that you and I had there. Three feet apart, but having sex with different people. Yeah. Crazy how you can connect so deeply with it just uh, eye contact. You kind of get to hear the sounds of that whole moment in another one of the sound clips that we played earlier. John got a foot cramp while he was <laughs> fucking me. So Waterboy needed to do her job a little bit better. <laughs> we, we were all dehydrated. Lots of cramping. Oh, don't blame her. <laughs> I think it was just an awkward position. But anyways, it was. he had kind of tucked his foot in the edge of the couch cushion and the armrest. And I think it just had cramped up from being in that position. So I decided to go over to Tom, who's lying on the bed, to give him a blowjob. You mentioned something to me that night. <laughs> but I don't think I had to do very much because he was rock fucking hard when <laughs> I got over there. Like there was no work necessary <laughs> ready to go. Fantastic. As I was still fucking Irish doggy style at this point, I literally just had to turn my head from the left to the right. And now I get to watch you do this. And that's when you climbed on top of Tom to start your pogo stick. While I do enjoy the view of the cock sliding in and out of you from behind, 
there was a spot next to you guys on the bed. So I laid down on the bed so I could watch your tits being framed. Nice. And you doing your chest compressions from that angle, which <laughs> is something I don't get to see you in action doing. Right. So as I laid down, Iris came over and started blowing me while you started riding Tom. While I was riding Tom doing the pogo stick move, he actually made a comment that said, whoa, is this... A new move. And you hear that sound. And you the, can hear it. And yes. I was going to say, and you can hear it in the sound bite. <laughs> After you ride him for a while, he lays you down on the bed and starts to fuck you again and starts to fuck you missionary. This is another one of those moments where the sounds you were making were a major turn on for me. I think it was also a turn on for Iris too, because she stopped blowing me, turned to watch you guys. And as you were laying down there next to her, she came over and started making out with you. And she definitely has a very soft kiss, which is very sexy. It's hot in the room. Tom fucks you for a little bit and then goes, okay, hang on. I need a break. Like temperature hot in the room. (laughs) So at that point, now that you were free, you came over and started making out with me. And I said, hey, I've got an idea. Lay down next to me. I want you to spend a little time with Iris. And Iris comes over, climbs on top of you and starts kissing you and then kisses your breasts and then goes down and starts going down on you. Yes. She did not use my technique. However, whatever technique she used was still very good. Excellent. Lauren, now seeing this opportunity of me being free, comes around the bed and starts giving me a blowjob. As she's giving me a blowjob, she tells me that she wants to ride me. I remember how much you like this. And I turn to you and Irish and go, guys, can you slide over? Because <laughs> I, I was kind of off. You were in the middle of the bed and I was kind of hanging off the edge of the bed. But we had she a big actually, space next to us. That was yeah, available. but... Yes. Lauren actually looked at the bed and was trying to figure out if she was just going to stand on one leg. And I'm like, fuck that. No, guys, slide over. (laughs) And I slid you guys over to the other side of the bed. And as you guys slid over there and Lauren climbed on top of me and started riding me, Curtis takes this moment to jump in and start fucking Iris from behind. Iris is still going down on me at this point. Yes, yes, she is. And that was quite sexy to watch as well. John takes this opportunity to slide in next to me on the bed. It was funny. He actually said, guys, slide back over. (laughs) Which was funny because it was literally seconds after we had moved over to give you guys space. Mm -hmm. He starts making out with me. Iris is going down on me. Iris is also receiving doggy style from Curtis. Curtis kind of backs off and Iris gets up to blow him. Lauren, now seeing that your pussy is wide open, says, hang on before any of these other guys jump back in. I want my turn going down on Nessa. She jumped between your legs and started going down on you. Yes. And while she does not use my technique, she also is very fantastic at going down on women. John continued to make out with you here as Lauren 
wraps up with going down on you. She gets up and goes back over to Tom and Rachel and they start kind of chatting and just, you could tell Lauren's run out of gas at this point and Tom has already tapped out, but John is ready for more. So you kind of lay down on your stomach at this point. Well, he asked me to. Oh, okay. I think I said, which way do you want to go? And he said, lay on your stomach. Curtis then rolls Iris onto her back and starts going down on her. And I said, oh, look, an open Iris mouth. I'm putting my cock back in that. So hey, wherever you can get it. Right? Yeah. And, and that's pretty much what that night was. Whenever there was a free mouth or vagina, people just moved around to that point. I do want to say, though, that I feel Iris was always full. <laughs> Iris never left the bed and just kind of circled around and around the bed. We call her a trooper, but boy, she turns into like a sex kitten in the bedroom. Yes, she I'm does. not joking. Like she's super quiet. And very reserved, clothed, mm-hmm. and in a vanilla setting. But man, when she started kissing me and going down on me, I was like, who is this woman? Yes. She was like this sexy little, I mean, the look in her eye, mm-hmm. everything, everything about yep. her. She just turned into like, I mean, super sexy. And yes. she always had a cock in her mouth. And then she almost always had one in her pussy. Like yes. I, she was, she I don't was think she very stopped. active. Yeah. yeah. John got a little hot and laid back down and asked you to come over and blow him a little more. So I did. And then he feels ready to continue. So then I ride him for a little bit, but then... Now, did you do your chest compressions on that one or were you just riding there? No, I was just riding him there. And I had have known that that was going to be such a thing. I would have given him the opportunity to experience that too, but I... (laughs) Sorry. So we end up switching positions and now I am kind of on my side. You are on your side with your leg tucked up. Yep. And he gets behind you in what the position that he would be in doggy style and starts fucking you that way. Yeah. (sighs) Oh. you guys were doing that curtis had to finish his party trick one last time and he got between iris's legs and started fingering away on her the angle that his hand was at and the amount that she came she just squirted all over his hand up his arm hit his face hit her face <laughs> and the four of us that were sitting back watching this were like wait a minute we d- did that just go <laughs> it was quite humorous and i've mentioned plenty of times before that anytime somebody squirts in that way, I am very eager to get in on that. I went over and started rubbing on her pussy, and then I kind of read the room because you and John had just finished fucking. Everybody else was kind of resting. I'm like, all right, let's just let this thing die down. We still have to record everybody's thoughts on this. And I just said, okay, we'll call it here, and didn't have her sit on my face, but next time, damn it. (laughs) 
So the vibe of the whole interaction really was very fun, entertaining. There was jokes being it absolutely uh, was. said throughout play. While it was, it still maintained a sexy vibe throughout, it also maintained this kind of fun, laughing vibe as well. Mm-hmm. And I think you can hear that throughout all the clips. That, I oh, mean, you can definitely. People were just having fun the whole time. In fact, John reached out to us after the fact and said, oh, crap, I was saying a bunch of jokes throughout, and now I realize... I wasn't thinking we about were, you recording that, we sorry. Were recording. <laughs> Whoops. So ultimately, as we were leaving the room, I got the, like, hey, good job out there, guys. Like, let's hit the showers. It was very much a, like, <laughs> good high job, five, <laughs> smack the ass, and, you know, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.